Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian. This week, I'm joined here by Dwayne. Sebastian, big episode. Episode 52. So there's almost a debate that we can have along the fact that it's episode 52. So episode 52 marks the fact that we have done the episode for an entire year, right? 52 weeks in a year. In a year. But technically, the one-year anniversary would technically be next week, right? Because we right. started we started July 3rd or July 2nd of 2020. Last year was a leap year. Last year was a leap year. So, I mean, technically, so I think we're going to make it a two-week celebration. I, I think two weeks is perfect. Then we can work with other people's schedules. Yeah. So episode fifty two episode. Can get in touch with soccer dance people. Maybe we can take it. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh today today soccer dan had a conflict, so he couldn't make it. But uh we will we will make sure that basically for episode fifty two and episode fifty three will be the one year anniversary episodes of the soccer podcast. Uh which is perfect. I think that I think that works. Yeah. Uh and and I mean it's been quite a year that we've had as a podcast. Um, it, it's been really fun. It's been really exciting. Uh, I still can't really believe the fact that we've done this for a year straight. Uh, it's kind of flown by at yeah, times. I mean, every episode. It, I mean, it, time flies when you're having fun. I mean, th- I mean, we've had probably like what do you say, at least thirty guests. Yeah, I would um, say so. from all parts of the country, and we went international. Did we go international? We didn't fully go international. We did not fully go international. No, we've had people. We've had people that are from other countries, but not that were recording from this from another country. Okay, but I mean, we've had guests from all over the. I mean, we've had guests from all over the world that we have. All over the world: Florida, Colorado, Tennessee, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, uh, Delaware, North Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, we've run into some of our podcast guests this weekend. Um, yeah, we ran into Matt Ralph. And we did. We did run into Matt Ralph. That's right. Yeah, he was like, "Oh snap, you guys exist." Yeah, we. That's kind of what. Like, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I saw him. So I saw him uh, when I was doing like my post game talking. I was like, "Who's that with a camera?" And like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, and I'm kind of going through my head of like the all the players, like all the diamonds players, like the parents, the dads. I'm like, whose dad is that? It doesn't didn't fit. It didn't really fit. I was like, oh man. And then he came up to it, and then he was like standing right next to us. And then he like came up to us. I was like, oh my God, it's Matt. Like, goodness, like, how did we miss him? I think the first time we recorded with him, I think he had one of those quarantine, like he had a, the soccer dan hairstyle. That's also true. I think he might have been rocking a beard at that time. I think he was on the soccer dan lifestyle. And it was yeah. just like this. And like, you know, first impressions always like. You expect him one time to have a beard, always have a beard, always have crazy hair. And I think true. he's gotten outside and cleaned himself up. And I think that's that's what threw us off. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But no, but uh, Matt Ralph came out. Um, Matt Ralph from the Brotherly Game. Big shout out to Matt for, for coming out. So uh, to our Diamonds game, which uh, so in the since the last week of the podcast, we have now played two games. Um, and then between this week. And next week's episode, we will have played three games, which is nuts. Uh, but um, yeah, last Sunday was a little rough for the Diamonds. Um, we we had a tough go at at Steel, um, but last night I thought we played against Keystone, and I thought it was by far our best game. Um, a lot of circumstances leading up to the game made it made it a difficult game, but at the same time, I thought the players performed really well. Uh, they were excited, I think, after the game for the promise of what we could actually end up looking like as a team. Uh, there was there was a lot of excitement afterwards. Uh, it was a tough loss to a very good Keystone team, but the upside is we get them back in a couple weeks. So, oh uh, yeah. So and then this Sunday we're playing Westmont. We play at Westmont. So that's the uh, that's the the second leg, I guess we can call it. I think that's what we should do. Make I mean, it really is a home and away, right? It's just like the Champions League. Yeah, well, I, well, according to the Champions League now, the away goals are, go- are gone as of today. No more away goals. 
So there are going to be a, I, I don't know how I feel about that because I think the way it goes, make, I, I get it where it's like defend your home turf. Yep. And like, it kind of sucks to go out on away goals, but I mean, you're at home in your own country, defend your home turf. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a little strange for sure. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's been announced. So if you hadn't heard that before, um, I guess you can, uh, you'll hear it, you know, we'll, you heard it here first. Spoiler alert. We broke the news. Um, that came out at some point. So, um, but yeah, so, so we're going to, so we're going to take, I, I'm going to take these, uh, I'm going to take these like internally, these, these UWS two games as a home and away. So we're basically down two one to Westmont. So we go play at their place. So now can we, you know, can we, can we win two nothing? Can we win two one? Can we win three one? Right. One nothing. Not good enough. Doesn't get us into win on away goals. No, we don't get it on away goals, but we win. Yeah. Yeah. Away goals. We don't care about away goals, but we got to come back and get. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I think that's kind of, that's kind of my goal uh, internally, like how I'm going to, kind of play those games out is we're we're basically down whatever the the score of the first three games is lancaster obviously the one that we haven't played yet but we'll play them next week so that'll be good um and then our summer camps kicked off this week um i was there for monday for the check-in um of the camp we had like 80 kids out there it was awesome uh so coach anthony's doing a fantastic job with with the camps and all the staff that we have out there i saw coach kyle out there kp was out there uh, Coach Taro is out there, so we we had a we had a really cool, really good staff. So star studded lineup. Yeah, absolutely. Like I thought, I think Anthony's done a fantastic job with the lineup that we have from a coaching perspective. Um, the kids seem like that they're really enjoying themselves. I got some pictures sent to me that are all go on our Facebook page. Um, now, obviously, you can check those out on facebookcom Delarinian, on Instagram at Delarinian Soccer, and on Twitter at De Union Soccer. Which, by the way, uh, our our Twitter account. I think we need to do a better job on Twitter. Um, so we a need more followers on Twitter. So go follow us on at De Union Soccer on Twitter, uh, and make sure because we're gonna start doing some more on Twitter because like I posted. Cause we're going to play a game in a little bit and I wanted to see if we, if you could play for somebody. Um, but nobody responded yet. So yeah, we got to get our followers up. We got to get our, you know, maybe that's something we got to talk to our high school teams about, right? Like what are, you know, we need Twitter our marketing. Twitter, Twitter might not be it. It might be something else. TikTok. TikTok, well, TikTok and Twitter. Twi- TikTok is Vine. Yeah. That's what Vine used to be. Vine used to be that. Yeah. But then, like Twitter is a little bit different. Like, what's Twitter? Like, what do we need to be on? Yeah, we need we need more we need more social media interaction. We need our marketing analytics department. Shout out to the marketing analytics department for making it a year. Yeah, you know those guys are underneath the table. They're like little gerbil gerbils on a wheel, <laughs> making sure you know all lights are on and microphones are set up. <laughs> those guys work hard down there, man. They pay the bills. They pay the bills. <laughs> They pay we don't the have bills. any bills. They they make sure we have electricity. They're constantly right. running on that wheel. Yeah, that, that hamster is definitely spinning. <laughs> oh man, it's been a year. And what's funny is like of of the of the entire year. Obviously, when we started, we were still in the quarantine, and we had we went through periods of like kind of being quarantined throughout the year. But in the year, we've also, you and I have seen each other quite a bit. Uh, yet the podcast has always remained a. Uh, an online a, a virtual a virtual experience for the both of us well hey next week we can record it in dover uh i don't know man that's a that's a far drive <laughs> uh well, or we can get crooked hammock to sponsor us and we'll we'll go record that crooked hammock i will gladly weekly record the podcast you know i don't know if we if the podcast would be released at the same time at you know 2 30 in the afternoon might be a little early for the crooked hammock uh, recording, but you know we can push it back to like a five or six. Hey, okay. I need a little Start. time for editing. There you go. Meet for a little lunch. We're good to get. Tell them to get us a little office in there. All right, crooked hammock. You heard it. You heard it here. We're moving uh, the Delaware Union offices to the crooked hammock in Middletown on Fridays. On Fridays, we'll get our marketing analytics people to try to see if they can. Get they can take the day, and they they don't have to run on that wheel anymore. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let 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 Crooked Hammock run the wheel. Um. All right. So before we start, before we get into our game, um, let's talk about the Euros because it's exciting. Um, exciting games. Yeah, that's a word for it. Like, I feel like there's exci- there's excitement that's like like that's happening with it, but almost to the point of it being at times underwhelming so i think there's teams that are not performing as expected aka england um i mean top of the group though but i think i figured out why england hasn't won a national not a national but a championship of any kind since the 60s when you look at the players they put on the field those are the players on the premier league teams that you put better players around like they, they just have the role players so everybody plays a different role you put all these role players together you're like nobody there is really the guy on their team yeah like arguably Jaden sancho is probably the guy he doesn't even start right like phil foden's not the guy i mean harry kane's the guy but somebody has to give him the ball like nobody's really the guy on their team, so I think that's where they struggle is that they're all just role players. What's inter- what, what's really interesting is they have the they're tied for the least amount of goals conceded, but they also have by far the least amount of goals in favor of any team that has actually made it into the next round, and they're real they're really tied for the amount of goals scored. They're 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 pro- they're second second or third third. Um, the third least or fourth least amount of goals scored in the entire tournament. But who scored? I mean, well, they have Harry Kane. Sorry. So they only so they only scored two goals so far, right? So they only scored two goals. Scotland only scored one goal. Um, North Macedonia scored two goals. Russia scored two goals. Finland scored one goal. Turkey scored one goal. Everyone else has at least scored more. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it goes back. I mean, you got Harry Kane, but like, you're arguably that you haven't played. I don't know if he played the other day, but you haven't played Jaden Sancho. No, he's not playing. Why? Is he is he going somewhere? Is that the news? Manchester United bought him, and they just haven't released. Like, why? Yeah. Well, and I think the other the other really interesting thing, the other interesting thing is the fact that like France. Germany, Portugal, Hungary, right? That that was a group of death. We all talked about the fact that like that was going to be the group of death. It was like basically a fight for who was coming in last. And for a minute there, Hungary was trying to keep things interesting. Uh, and I think it's disappointing, right? So Hungary ends up with two really good draws, right? You you tie you tie France, you tie Germany, and somehow you find yourself out of that group. Yeah, you did. You did exactly like that. Like. In the camp, you're like, hey, we get two draws and we beat who, who else is in that group? Poland? Portugal. Portugal. They lost to Portugal. And they lost to Portugal. So you got, I mean, you look at that group ahead of time. Who do you pick to beat? You probably pick Portugal. Well, ultimately, ultimately, you end <laughs> up, you end up, you end up losing to the team that comes in third place in that in that group. You tied the first two place teams. They should have just tied everybody. Now the other group though was that like the the somewhat to a certain extent not pathetic but like like again who was gonna who was fighting for the last place spot the Belgium group right so Belgium wins all the all three of their games boom they're they're in with nine points preseason warm up for them apparently. but but Denmark so Finland beats Denmark right. Russia ends up beating Finland and Denmark beats Russia. <laughs> so it was really it really came down to Denmark scoring the 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 four goals that they scored against Russia. Like that was that was the big thing. They beat Russia 4 to 1 that allowed them to to get in with a goal difference of 1 and they made it through. Hey, you take care of business or you pull out that tournament rule book and you say, All right, I mean, Ukraine. Away. So Ukraine made it through the round of six. So out of the third place teams that didn't make it, Finland didn't make it. Um, Slovakia. 
Slovakia should not have made it. They should be banned from the tournament. I don't know what their keeper was doing yesterday. Yeah, Slovakia didn't make it. Um, so it, so Slovakia and Finland didn't make it. Ukraine makes it with a negative one goal differential. Really, the only reason why they make it is because Finland had a negative two goal differential. And that's it. That's crazy. Man, right, going so, back to Slovakia, man, that keeper took the flight home. I hope he, like, hid because somebody's definitely looking for him. Yeah. I mean, the upside is, is that you also give up three other goals afterwards, which were... No, nah, we're going to talk about that first. We're going to talk about the first goal, man. I mean, the first, the first, the second goal wasn't any better. Um, all right. So uh, let's talk round of 16s real quick. Wales, Denmark. Denmark for Ericsson. Denmark. All right. Italy, Austria. Italy. Italy. Netherlands, Czech Republic. Gut says go Netherlands. Yeah. But I feel like that might be one of those toss up. Like, when you think of like the basketball. I mean, Czech Republic, the Czech Republic came in, came in, came in third place. Uh, The only reason why they came in third place and not in second place was because they ha- they scored one less goal than Croatia. So I'm saying they're one of those like they're a solid team. They're like, solid kind of style. Like they're one of those sleepers. Yeah. Um so we'll we'll make that we'll make that one that one goes to PKs. We'll make that one go to the PKs. That one goes to PKs. All right. Belgium, Portugal. That's when we start getting a little tougher. I mean it's gonna be a high scoring game. Uh you think so? Maybe not high scoring, but definitely an exciting last 20, 30 minutes. Like, you make sure you turn that game on by the 60th minute. Yeah. I'm predicting it's going to be exciting, but I'm going to go with Belgium. Okay. That's, that's good. That, one, that one's going to be one of those that we have to, because we got a game at 7 o'clock on Sunday up in uh, Pottsgrove. So, you know, for me, that's an hour and a half drive-ish. So, you know, I, I might be catching second half in the car. Um I'm gonna go with Belgium. I think I still think Belgium is my favorite to to win the tournament. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you really just gotta. I mean, I hate to say, you just really gotta stop Ronaldo. And I think Belgium has has the play, the players for it. Players to stop Ronaldo. Croatia, Spain, snooze fest, twenty twenty one. Croatia. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but, but Croatia. Yeah. Uh, I that, hate to say that it because, that one's gonna be oh man Monday at noon that was gonna be a snoozer. Uh, uh, smart boards getting turned on at work. France, France, Switzerland, France, France, <laughs> England, Germany. Again, Germany. another another ooh, snoozer, ooh, another, ooh, snoozer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> another snoozer. PKs, PKs, PKs. Zero zero to PKs. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody from Germany no, scored the goal. No. No. And it's going to be hard to score on Neuer. And he's probably going to do some. That's another game, folks, you need to watch because Neuer does some crazy stuff. But he also gave up a terrible goal yesterday. That's because that practice. Off, I feel the, like off, training, the, off the kickoff. They scored the goal and off the kickoff, Hunger was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Neuer, I feel like he's one of those and people then, that and does some crazy stuff. Yeah. And then this is going to be the one that I think is going to be like, it's like the sleeper game that like ends up being like the best game of the tournament, Sweden, Ukraine. Are they like neighbors? Uh, no idea. I'm terrible with geography. No, actually, uh, I think Sweden's in Scandinavia and Ukraine's closer to Russia. Yes, pretty sure that you're right. But I think it's like, they're both cold countries. They're, they're up there. I mean, yeah, Sweden's next to, Sweden is next to Norway and Finland. Um, Ukraine's next to Russia and Poland. Ukraine is underneath Russia next to Belarus on top of Moldova and Romania. Yeah. So they got all all the soccer players over there because those other countries made it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, Slovakia, Slovakia, and Hungary are right there. I'm going to go with Sweden because it seems like they have some competitive nature up there um, compared to Ukraine geographically. Same, Same color flags. Yeah, blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. That's right. You wear your great. UD stuff and you just fit right in. Great colors there. Great colors. No, um, those colors suck. No, that's great. The blue and yellow no, are. No. 
I got a special connection to Sweden, man. That's that's why the reason why Boca Juniors colors are blue and gold. Well, I don't like the blue down here in Dover. We don't like the blue and gold colors. Well, you don't. Other people in Dover do. They live in Camden. Oh, they live in Camden. Sorry. <laughs> if you're from Dover, you blue and white. Blue and white. Fair enough. Um. So yeah. So that that's that'll start. That'll start next week. Oh, or sorry. That'll start on Saturday. Um. Copa America. Before we do our Euros trivia. Uh. Brazil ended up beating Colombia last night in the last like minute of the game. Uh, I don't know if you heard what ended up happening or on on Wednesday night. Um, I don't know if you ever heard what happened in the game on Wednesday against Brazil, Colombia. So Colombia's up one nothing. Uh, Neymar has the ball, tries to play a ball like further out of from the eighteen, but tries to play a ball or, or a cross or something like that from from the side. Hits the referee. The ball rebounds backwards off the referee. Brazil player grabs the ball, plays it out wide. Cross comes in. Boom, goal. So VAR goes and looks at it. VAR looks at it. They looked at it from every... They said that it's a judgment call at that point, and the referee allowed the play to continue because Brazil regained possession after they hit, it hit him. I yeah. mean... That's technically the rule... The Colombians were not happy. Well, I don't. I, I think that's the tough part is that when you look at some of these calls, I think it's become more apparent in the Euros because, like, offsides, like we're waiting thirty seconds and he's calling the playback. And you're like, well, they strung together fifty passes since it was offsides. Like, why not just like? I think we're relying a little bit too much on VAR. Like, I think it should almost be like. I don't want to say the coaches get a challenge because I think that takes away from the game too. Yeah. But if there's like if there's a goal, all right, let's go back, check the goal. Any offsides? No offsides. Boom. All right, it's a goal. Like kind of how they do with the NFL and touchdowns. Like if there is a scoring play, we're going to review the scoring play. Well, that was good. so that was the thing with the France game, right? So France score Benzema scores the goal. He doesn't necessarily necessarily celebrate the goal because the referee puts his flag up, but then they they allowed the goal because VAR checked it, so they celebrate afterwards. So it was like a weird like delayed reaction thing. That was really strange, but um, but yeah. So Brazil Brazil ends up winning. So Brazil won all three games. This just tells you how poor right now uh, the entire Conmebol is. It, it's, I mean. So group group B of the Copa America. So everyone get everyone plays four games. It's two groups of five. We talked about it on the podcast before, but Colombia's got four points after four games. So out of a possible twelve points, they ended up with four. You tied every game essentially. Uh, I mean, you won one, one draw, two losses. Boom! You're in second place of the group. Yeah, that just tells you the quality of the group. Peru, Peru, three games, one, one, and one, four points. Ecuador, 0-2-1, oh, two, two points. Venezuela, 0-2-1, oh, two, two points. Now, th- it all comes down to, obviously, this final game where all of a sudden Venezuela can, can sit in second place of the group. <laughs> like, they just been resting their starters. You, you win a game, boom, you're in second place. And then the other one's even worse. So Argentina's, Argentina's in first place with seven points, two wins and a, and a draw. Um. And then you got then you got Chile, who's in second place, one win, two draws, with three games. And then Paraguay and Uruguay and Bolivia play the rest of their games on Thursday. But right now, Paraguay after two games, one win and one draw, three points. Uruguay one draw and a loss, one point. Bolivia, zero and two. <laughs> We're so, just here. Yeah, but again, but a, a Bolivia be, wins a game and boom, you're on top of it. Like you beat Uruguay, Uruguay's at the bottom of the table. Like it's just that, that is it's just, so, it's that's just amazing. So it's so poor. It's so poor. Um. It so yeah so, um. All right, we're gonna do a little trivia game. Okay, we're gonna do a little trivia game. And do one last check of the Twitter account to see if we got anybody that wants to play for a prize. And it looks like no. So we'll give it away. Somebody we will we'll find the prize and, and give it to somebody. But Dwayne, I got 25 questions for you. Out of the 25, I'm going to give you a total of uh, five skips. 
I'm going to give you five questions that you can be like, no, I don't know that. And I'm never going to know that. So I'm going to skip that question. The other ones you have to answer and we'll see what you get. Let's go. Okay. So out of 20, you win if you, if you go over 50% here. So I just need 10. You just need 10. Just need to answer 10. All right. So we got 25 questions all related to the euros. This year's euros or last year's euros history. Um, <laughs> All right, which player? History. <laughs> which player scored the only goal in the 2004 Euro final between Portugal and Greece? Uh, the Portugal or Greece? Well, no, Portugal won. Did they ask a question? Portugal won. Mm, did they? Is his name Deco? <laughs> Not Deco. Uh, no, that's that. Two thousand four is the one that um, Greece won. Oh uh, well, his last name starts with an Ankos, <laughs> Antonakos, or something <laughs> Akas. Nope. Papadopoulos. Nope. Something like that. Nope. He's Angel- not really Greek then. Angelos Caristius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so question one, no, no good, no shot, <laughs> no shot, no shot. Uh, listen, I mean, let's let's go through Angelos Christians. Um, played played at Schalke, played at Bayer Leverkusen, played at Feyenoord. Uh, Feyenoord, sorry, uh, played at Ajax. So, talking big time, man. He's like a little mid mid tier guy, a little Champions League, Europa League talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so question number one, bust. X. X there. X there. All right, question number two. Uh, who is the only player to score in the finals of two consecutive Euros? It's gotta be a German player. Mm, I don't know. Uh, consecutive euros. Consecutive euros. Uh, it's either gotta be Bayern or it's either gotta be German, Spain, or France. You're on the right track. Um, if I went with France, I would go with Henri. Okay. If I went with Germany, I would go with. Gerard Muller. Okay. And if I went with Spain, oof. If I went with Spain, I'm going to go with Fernando Torres. And I'm going to say they did that on that run. All right. I'm going to give it to you. Because Spain won back-to-back 08-2012. Okay. Fernando Torres scored in both of those there you go. finals. All right, so I'm going to give you that one. That was good. That was a good pull. I figured I figured one of those teams played back-to-back at some point in yeah. history. I figured Germany probably back in the 70s, yeah. France in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I just went by, I went by decades there. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, there we go. So the next question kind of leads you to that. Uh, Spain is the only team to defend its Euro title successfully 2008-2012. When did it win? When did Spain win their first title? Uh, before 2008, I'm getting like, yeah, it would have to be before 2008. Well, it wasn't 2004. Um, so yeah, I think the Euros, yeah, I think the Euros, the Euros have only been around since 1960. Just to put it in, only context. been around since 1960. Well, I mean, the, the, the World Cup's been around since 1930, so. <laughs> You know, thirty years later. The first one. No. Two thousand. No. Well, no, that would have made him go. Well, no, I wouldn't. Have, no, you're right. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. I know France lost in two thousand. I don't know who they played. Uh, no, France did not win in two thousand. Because they won. They won in ninety. Sorry, they didn't lose in two thousand. They they won in two thousand. Well, I don't know. I may have just given you the answer to another question at that point. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I need a, I, I, I need, I, I need a year. I need a year. Or you gotta use your skip. I need a year. 
Yeah, need the year. What year? Spain what... won their first Euros. Yeah. Nineteen ninety two. Nineteen ninety two. It's just a random year. Incorrect. Nineteen sixty four. They won the second year. Oh my god. (laughs) My my mom wasn't even bored. All right. Here we go. This is a this is an interesting one. This is a good one for for history. The Panenka penalty originated at the nineteen seventy six European Championships. But what team did Antonin Panenka scored the first against. It originated in 1976. Mm-hmm. What team did he score against? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who was it against? Italy. Nope. West Germany. Dang it. I was going to go east or west. Ugh. All right. What team has appeared at the most European championships without winning the trophy? Croatia. Nope. Italy. You had alluded to this before. Who's it? Who who hasn't won anything in a long time? Oh, England. England. <laughs> England. Oh, we already answered that 10 minutes ago on the podcast. <laughs> who are the only two players to have scored for uh, to for North for who are the only two players to have scored for Northern Ireland at the Euros? Um, their last name has to start with like an O apostrophe <laughs> O'Leary <laughs> O'Sullivan. O. <laughs> the only two players, yeah. So Northern Ireland scored only two goals at the Euros. Robbie <laughs> Keane. <laughs> if he's not one of them, is he, or is he from the other island? Ireland. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's from Robbie Keane and uh, somebody with the last name O'Leary or O'Sullivan. Nope. Gareth McCauley. Is a, or is Mick. A, yeah, that's the other one. Gareth McCauley is uh is one of them. Who up to who's 41 and recently still was playing in the Europa League as of like a few years ago. Yeah, so he just scored the goal. Yeah, yeah. Or he and scored the, a goal as like an eighteen-year-old. And the other one is uh, Niall McGinn. Yeah, no, no chance. Never heard of Niall McGinn. Is still playing, actually. I forgot about the mix. McGlynn. Yeah. yeah. McCarthy. All right, this one's this one's a little bit more recent though, so you might you may have scored you might you may remember you may know this one. Who scored the equalizer in England's two-one victory over Wales in twenty sixteen of the Euros? Harry with the cane? Nope. Incorrect, my friend. Would you have a second? Would you have a second choice? You gotta think twenty you gotta think twenty sixteen. Who was hot in sixteen? From England? From England. Who's hot? Who had the hot foot? Come on. Hot team of that hot team of that part of the of the decade. I mean, still kind of a hot team now, but like surprise team. Nobody expected them to do anything. Oh, Jamie Vardy's having a party, man. Jamie Vardy, that's right. Jamie Vardy's having a party. 37 (laughs) years old, scoring goals. (laughs) Just got off of his night shift at the docks. Uh, All right, here we go. Sticking with England. Who scored the first goal for England at the Euros 2012? Euros 2012. Yeah. Mm, who's on the team? Nah, I can't tell you that. David Beckham. <laughs> no, um, the first goal. Because they were still shuffling guys in and out then. Yep. I gotta, is it an old guy or a younger guy? Uh... We're mid-age. <laughs> I mean, I think it's. It, I, I think you're gonna. Frank Lampard. Not Frank Lampard. No. Uh-oh. Uh. He's retired at this point. Here, I'll give you his. I'll give you the teams he played for. Give you the teams he played, he played for. Played at Wolves. Everton, Manchester City, West Brom, Aston Villa, AEK, and Sunderland. Now the last two he kind of didn't really play. 
but Aston Villa, West Brom played at City for five years. City for five years. He's English. Yep. He scored the beginning goal. Yep. He's in the English national team. Yep. Not a forward. He's not a forward. Frank Lampard played for City. He didn't play for five years, though. Um. All right. We're going to move on. Email Heskey. <laughs> Lescott. Jordan Lescott or something like that? Julian. Julian. Julian and Jay Wright. Yeah. Lescott. Yep. Is he a defender? Yeah, he's a center back. <laughs> yeah, wasn't guessing that. Yeah. Yeah, center back. All right. Uh, moving on to question number nine. Um, name all 24 teams at this year's competition. Can you name all 24 that are playing in this in the Euros? No cheating. You can't cheat. I need a counter. Um, Belgium, France, yep. Croatia, yep. Denmark, yep. Finland, yep. England. Yep. I say Croatia. Yep. North Macedonia. Yep. Um, Spain, France, yep. England, Turkey. Yep. Ukraine, Sweden. Yep. Hungary. Yep. Uh, Denmark, Finland, Norway's not there. Germany. Yep. Hungary. Sorry, I'm now I'm geographically going. Europe, North Macedonia, or England, North Macedonia. Italy, uh, yep. Portugal. Yep. Um, what number am I at? I don't know, but you Greece. still have. Did you say Greece? Yeah. Nope. They're not in it this year. Not in it this year. So I for sure you're missing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe teams. I think six or seven. I think you're missing six or seven. Yep. Um, they're probably on the eastern side. Russia is yep. one. Yep. Um Hungary, Ukraine, Poland is another one I missed. Yep. yep. Uh, all in this little like block over here. Um, Central Europe, man. I don't really know Central Europe. Romania is not in it. Nope. Um, there's no South Macedonia. <laughs> no, no, no South Macedonia. Scotland, I missed. Scotland, yep. Wales, I missed. Yep. There you go. Going back to the west side now. Um, Scotland, Wales. There's like two more. Hey, come on. You're missing the like the two ones that we just talked about. Who did you just talk about? <laughs> All right. I'll give you a hint. Who played Spain? Uh, Slovakia. Slovakia. Yep. And what's the other one that you're missing there? Uh, probably close to Slovakia somewhere. Who's playing the Netherlands? Czech Republic. Czech Republic. There you go. All right, I'm going to give you that one because you actually had a decent amount of them. Yeah, because, I mean, half those countries were another country. Yeah, Like Czech and Slovakia were one country at one point. Come on, man. Come on. All right. Which former Liverpool striker was a top scorer at the Euros in 2004? Uh, former Liverpool striker was a school scorer. Yep. I can see what he looks like. I can't think of his name. It's not Fernando Torres. It's a little bit too early. Yep. Um, dang, when you tell me his name, it's going to drive me crazy. He definitely wore the number nine shirt. Um, you gotta give it to me, Milan Barros. Oh, that's not what I was thinking, but scored five goals for the Czech Republic. 
Then what do you do after that? Uh, I mean, played at Liverpool still, then went to Aston Villa, then played at Lyon. Yeah, that's played what at a bunch of played at a bunch of other clubs. That's what happened after that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the other person I was going to guess is South American, and I was like, eh. no, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> don't work. Don't put his name out there. <laughs> don't. That wouldn't have worked. Um. All right. Question number eleven. We're almost halfway there. Uh, which two European countries co-hosted the Euro two thousand tournament? England and Wales? Nope. England and Scotland? Nope. Belgium Portugal Net- and Spain? Belgium, Netherlands. We're gonna move we're gonna start going quicker here. Are they even next to each other? Uh no idea. Maybe. Uh, again, I'm not good with geography. Uh all right. How many goals did Marco Van Basten score in the Euros in nineteen eighty eight? Four. Five. Close enough. So wrong, wrong. I don't think you. There's no shot at winning at this point. I don't think. Park the bus. We're just playing for fun. I'm not using any skips, by the way. Oh, you're just gonna go all twenty five. All right, perfect. So you may still have a chance at it. You're still halfway there. Um, how was the semifinal between USSR and Italy of 1968 decided? I don't know. They went to war with each other. I don't know. <laughs> USSR don't even exist. <laughs> um, how was the how was the semifinal decided? I, Come on, it's not, obviously not a regular decision, right? So, what's the most random thing you can think of that it would have decided? Coin no, the most random. Yep, coin toss. That's right. Who won? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> Listen, I pulled these from the internet. I don't know. I just I just have the answers. Uh, which team did England defeat in a two-legged playoff to in a two-legged playoff match to qualify for the Euros 2000? North Macedonia or Belarus? Nope. Scotland. 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 That's why it would have been Yeah, that's why it makes sense, right? All right, no shot you get that you get this one. Uh, in Euro 2020 qualification, which team took part for the first time? Because remember, you got to qualify into the qualifiers. Faroe Islands. Nope. Kosovo. Kosovo. It's a good place to vacation. Yeah. It got some nice beaches. All right. Let's see. Which England players scored a hat trick in the 5 0 win over Czech Republic in their opening qualifier in March of 2019? Raheem Sterling. Oh, good. You got that one. My else scored no hat trick. <laughs> Harry Kane not fast enough to score a hat trick. You got to be fast to score a hat trick. Uh, who scored the most goals in the 2020 qualifiers? It's a player, not a country, by the way. Wanted to make sure I, I got Cristiano? that. Across. Incorrect, my friend. This is the guy that this is. All right. So I'm going to give you a hint because I was this guy looks like um, uh, what's his name? Michael Bradley. He looks exactly like Michael Bradley. Oh, he's a striker. And he's playing currently in the or was playing currently in the in the Euros. He looks like Michael Bradley. Looks like Michael Bradley. So he's from like a cold country. Oh, he ain't from a hot country. Heavy steaming. <laughs> um, is he from Italy? Nope. All right, I'm gonna give it to you. Timu Puki from Finland. Come Go- on, man. <laughs> Go look up Timu Puki. T E E M U. P-U-K-K-I. Look up Timu Puki, and you can't tell me that guy does not look like Michael Bradley. Dude, has like 25 names. Yeah, but he's but he looks like Michael Bradley. Yeah, he does but, look like Michael Bradley. Especially now because he's got like he's like in the Euros, he had like literally no hair. So was, and he had a beard, so 
All right. Uh, yeah, this let's... guy, like, look where he's played. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, how many times have Spain qualified for the European Championships? Nine, 10, 11, or 12? 12? 12? 11. Oh, they missed one. Who was the only team to defeat England in the Euro 2020 qualifiers? Greece. Nope. Czech Republic. Oh, my gosh. Which three sides have won the European Championships on home soil? No shot you get this, but maybe. Because there are going to be some countries that are like not supposed to win this that won this. No, not necessarily. Are they are they big countries? Yes. No little countries. No little small guys in there. No no Kosovo's no. in there. <laughs> no Kosovo's it. No Kosovo never won it. But um, Germany won it on home soil. Nope. I'm gonna Italy give you five. I'm gonna give you five guesses. Yes, you got one. Italy. Yep. That was 1968, by the way. <laughs> That's something like, man, I'm going to be pulling these, but they're crazy. England won it. No, England has won it. No, 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 no. France. Yes, correct. 1984. Spain. 1964. Good. You got it. Nope, not, don't take that England out of it. They don't, they don't win anything. Got to go back <laughs> on the beginning part of the podcast. I said they don't win. <laughs> How many goals has Alan Shearer scored in European Championships tournaments in total? I don't know why that question's on there because it's kind of random, but eight? No, seven. Close. Ah, that's close. All right, this one's easy. This is a softball. Uh, which company supplied the Euro 2012 match ball? Adidas? Yep. Jubilati? Uh, which, uh, which Spanish footballer was voted player of the tournament at the year 2008? Xavi. Torres. Which Xavi? Xavi? You going with Xavi? Xavi Alonso. Mm. Xavi Hernandez. There you go. Yep. You got it. Xavi Alonso balled out at one of those. It might've been the world cup he balled out at. All right. When was the first European Championship held? 1960. There you go. I gave you that one. Who? Which team won the first European Championship? East or West Germany. Incorrect. It was the USSR, the Soviet Union. Oh, man, they like now... That. In that European Championship, there was only four teams. It was the Soviet Union, Yugoslavia, Czechoslovakia, and France, which, in theory, three out of those four countries don't exist anymore. Why was France in there with all those countries and they just got out of war with them 16 years ago? No, no idea. We just want to go play soccer. Like, yeah, no idea. Yeah, like, come on, man. All right, so let's see. You got one, two, three, four, five, six... Seven, eight, nine, nine correct. So not that not quite the fifty percent, but but we learned something, which is good. Yeah, we learned I am not European. Yeah. All right, player of the match. Who do you have? Um, player of the match. Um, man, I kind of got to give the Luca Modric. That outside the foot shot you sent me on Instagram was pretty sick. It was, and it's pretty sick that he is the youngest goal scorer in Croatian history, and the oldest. And the oldest goal scorer in Croatian history. So he's turned a full circle. I mean, the kid's a baller. He's not really a kid. He's a grandfather now. Kid's a baller. He's got a hot wife. <laughs> Probably got to slow things down and go to a smaller club soon. But Luka Modric. All right. Luka Modric, player of the match. Um, my player of the match is uh, you for the last 52 weeks. So I thought, you know, again, finding a co-host was was – was something I wanted, but at the same time, finding somebody that was consistently going to be there and you have been there. So 52 weeks. So my player matches you. Yep. Got the jerseys hanging up on the wall. Yeah. All right. On this day in soccer history, we're going to, we're going to take a trip back 
June 25th, 1978. Argentina, Buenos Aires. You were not born. <laughs> I was not born. Um, Argentina defeats Holland or the Netherlands uh, three to one after extra time to win their their first World Cup. So Argentina won two World Cups, 1978 at home, 1986 in Mexico. But 1978, Mario Kempes scores two goals that game. Had an opportunity to win three, man. I don't know what happened. Had a lot of opportunity to win five total. Well, I remember we won two. Won in the last 10 years, you could have won. Yeah. Yeah, could have. Yeah. You, you put Mario Gotze on the pedestal, and he was supposed to be the next big thing. And After that, he didn't do anything. He hasn't done anything. He's just got moved around. Yeah. Is he even at Dortmund anymore? No, I don't think so. Um. All right, so that was uh, yeah, that was 1978, June 25th, 1978. Well, fast forward to uh, what happened in 2014. 2014. I don't. I don't. I rather not relive that moment in my life. Um. All right, fair play of the week. My fair play of the week uh, goes out to uh, KP. Because she super stepped up. Super sub KP. Super sub KP steps up and plays on Wednesday night against Keystone. So my 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 fair play of the week goes to KP because when we told her she needed to play, she never hesitated. She was like, "Yep, I'm in. Put me in, coach." Santi, just like Santi off of goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, my fair play of the week is going to go to Keystone's videography team. Um, was not able to make the game yesterday, so I was on a 30 second delay. So. As I'm texting the coach on the sideline, things he should do or look for, out for the 30 seconds behind, plus the five minutes it takes for him to look at his phone. <laughs> oh, um, I'm coaching. I'm coaching. I'm not supposed to look at my phone. I know. I'm over there like seeing stuff, and I'm like, man, this stuff already happened. Like, <laughs> it already happened. Like the next, like, like 30 seconds behind in life. It's great. Pretty crazy. But yeah. um, no, shout out to Keystone. That's on, honestly like. It I know the families definitely take advantage of it. I know we have yeah. some players that have family that are far off. They definitely take advantage of it. It's awesome to have, and it's all, it's an awesome tool to use now in the 21st century. For sure. Absolutely. Well, um, that was that was it. That was Episode 52 in the books. Episode 52 in the books, 52 minutes into the episode. So what a great way to end. So I got to make sure I finish in the last 10 seconds before our 52 minutes are up. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot. Oh.